Welcome, everybody, at another episode of the Wrestling vs. World Podcast. If y'all are enjoying your day, sweet. If not, uh, there's no guarantee this one will do you any favors. So, it's finally time to get to the third episode of WWE Saturday Morning Slam, a.k.a. September 8th, 2012. Yes, we're back to talk about that time WWE ran a TVG-rated show for a year. Yay. So, if you guys have not seen the first two episodes, please go back and watch them. So you'll get a general idea of what's going on. But today, this had a bit of a theme, and that's all about school, because this was around the time that, hey, kids are going back to school, yay, we gotta fit the theme, shoot me. So we start off the show with a Saturday morning spotlight, and it's aimed to talk about Damien Sandow doing car wheels and, like, doing the hand gesture, trying not to flip the bird. Be like, oh, everybody's afraid of me, you're welcome! And then after video package, we get a new segment called Damien's Dictionary. So he's going to educate kids about words so that they know what words to be smarter on as they go back to school. We get lessons on words like matriculate, which in my dirty mind, I instantly think to masturbate. Sophomoric, which is a common term you hear involving kids a lot. Invalidictorian, which he claims he was when he graduated preschool. It's like, yeah, because it was very hard to pass that whole freaking grade for everybody, wasn't it? Oh no, I couldn't pass. I put the square peg in the round hole. Kill me. And he's going to have another word later on. It's like, you look at this segment and it's like, I've said this years ago. Is he really a family-friendly slash GPG rated character when he's using words kids can't understand? He's pretty much like the evil equivalent of Jimmy Neutron. It's like, okay, big words, big words. They're going to fly over kids' heads. What kid is going to use words like matriculate, sophomoric, and valedictorian? You're probably never going to use matriculate. Sophomoric, maybe as you're older. And valedictorian, that word's not really relevant in anybody's minds until you graduate high school. It's like, oh, the class valedictorian. It's like, what? Anyway. Next up, we get also the video of all for the week, and we're focusing on smart characters. So they're showing packages for Bobby the Brain Heenan, the genius Lanny Poffo, Dean Douglas, which is something I bet Shane Douglas really wants to forget about, and of course, our favorite teacher, Matt Stryker. Yeah. So it's just like, showcase, hey, these guys are smart, what the fuck ever. Now we get to the weird one. Like, I think the last time, either last time or second last time they did the whole third degree segment, it was about, oh, it's everybody's favorite Olympic sport, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't give a rat's ass. So we go through the segment, and it's like, okay, let's ask WWE superstars what their favorite subject in school was. So we're interviewing a lot of people. Heath Slater's like, oh, wasn't math. Cody Rhodes said he excelled in American history. Heath hated spelling and reading as well. Natalia excelled in English, which was not my favorite subject back in the day. The Misses, he got straight A's in everything, probably everything except wrestling. Zack Ryder did great in math. And then he's like, oh, I love gym, so I can do what I want. Brodus Clay's like, yeah, I love PE. It's like, what, in case you were doing dodgeball and somebody could lift you, they could throw you? And Kofi's saying he loves science. He liked making a volcano and everything like that. Hopefully you didn't have to get freaking traumatized doing dissection of a frog. And then we finally get to the only match of the night. And this one you guys may have seen a clip on involving Sin Cara on Botchmania or somewhere on YouTube. Sin Cara versus Michael McGillicuddy. Not quite Curtis Axel just yet. And who we get as a special commentator with Josh Matthews this time instead of Santino fucking Morella? William Regal. It's like, okay, that can work. But like I said, this was back when 
Curtis Axel, before he had his whole metamorphosis being Mike Curtis Axel, so he finally had a name where people can actually spell it. And I had to keep freaking guessing it without seeing his Tron of how his last name is spelled. Like, is there one or two L's? Are there one or two T's? Because I can't fucking spell it. And Sinkara makes his entrance. This might have been the original Sinkara because I think it was around this time where he had that injury to his finger in the match against Alberto Del Rio on Raw because it was the same kind of attire. And surprisingly, Sinkara did not have his trampoline in his entrance. Usually he's got it there and instead he just slid in the ring. Just almost edge style but didn't involve humping the ring afterwards. McGillicuddy, he gets in the ring, he's on his knees, squaring up like, hey, let's fight, kind of mock him, saying, hey, you're short, what the fuck ever. And even on commentary, Regal acknowledges that, hey, he's known Michael McGillicuddy since he was a child, and he was friends with his dad, but of course, since he's still Michael McGillicuddy, and they don't acknowledge that he has a history, they don't acknowledge who his dad is. I mean, everybody should know who that is by now, right? So, you had some weird offense, it was whatever. Sankara did a great springboard arm drag out of like one of the corners of Sam McGillicuddy to the outside and then we get the botch everybody remembers because right before commercial Sin Cara tries to do a spring move and he rebounds off the ropes and he tries doing a backflip but he practically lands on his face when he tries to do the backflip into the middle of the ring as McGillicuddy is trying to walk away he's like if you guys have seen that clip of Sin Cara doing that that's where this came from so good work Sin Cara then later, they finally come back from the break. One thing I like seeing McGill Cody do that I've never seen people do in wrestling is for, like, a rest hold, they do, like, a, like, almost look like they're setting up for a double underhook, kind of like a double underhook suplex or DDT. He just holds it there for, like, a wrestle. You never see that. But, of course, they can't keep going to the heads, like, with sleeper holds or chin locks. But, I mean, the match keeps going. You saw an impressive attempt to springboard off the ropes again by Sin Carlin there in the ring. McGill Cody kind of caught him and got him with the back suplex. It was cool. And when McKillicuddy went for Brett's rope's second elbow, like second rope elbow drop, they freaking zoomed that camera way out to not show the impact to the point where the camera was so far zoomed out you could probably see all of Gotham from that freaking angle. Just like, oh, we can't show it. I mean, you could have just showed the freaking commentary team again. And even big, just shortly thereafterwards, McGillicuddy did a drop kick to Sin Cara's head. What do they do to cover it up? Oh, you show some bored kids in the crowd. Yeah, that that's smart. Like, oh, yeah, crowd's like, eh, like, sitting on their hands, like, woohoo. And thankfully, things don't take that long to finish afterwards, because Sin Cara sent McGillica to the outside and hit a suicide dive, or as we probably call it nowadays, an unalive dive. Gets back in the ring, blind cross body for near fall, and he does that weird tilt-a-roll head scissors face buster. I know he does it into, like, an arm bar. I don't know what the fuck he called it. It was just like, he took that move, just did not... Involved the armbar practically just like a face buster out of the head scissors, and that was it. Out of nowhere, it's like, um, okay. I mean, I don't know if he had any other finishers to use in the match, because I... Usually, if he tries to finish a match, he botches it. I just don't know. It was just whatever match. You only just remember it for freaking Sin Cara doing that backflip botch that you've seen on the internet. Now, you'd think that would be it, but there were actually two little things afterwards. They showed, like, these weird events of the whole, during SummerSlam week, the whole Be A Star event. It's like, oh, yeah, we're seeing kids, wear these shirts, be a hero. And you had some names that kind of seemed familiar. You saw Terry Crews. Uh, you saw Joe Buck. You saw uh, Ryan Ochoa. I think that's how his last name pronounced. If you guys don't know who that is, if you've seen that the original rendition of iCarly, you remember that short kind of kid who was always torturing Spencer? Like, 
freaking spraying him with stuff, and he had the hot sister. He's like, oh, if you don't like my drink from Camp Adam up, I can take my hot sister and leave. You know, that actor, dude. He was on there. You had DJ Polly D. I think he's from Jersey Shore, so fuck him. And for some reason, you had Piers Morgan. I highly doubt kids are seeing him being like, oh my god, yay! Because I highly doubt kids know who Piers Morgan even fucking is. I really highly doubt that. If so, I would be legitimately surprised. And to close the show, we get one more word from Damien's Dictionary, and that is the term curriculum. It's like, uh, Sandow. The problem with using big words is that you are saying them to an audience of people who don't understand that shit. Kids are not going to memorize these words even when you give the definition and spelling and put it in a sentence. This is not a fucking spelling bee. Being like, oh, your word is curriculum. Can you use it in a sentence? And you got Damien Sandow crashing the fucking event, grabbing the microphone saying, I am your teacher and you will succeed if I write your school's curriculum. And then the kid easily knows how to spell it. Like when freaking Peter Griffin on that episode of Family Guy suddenly remembered how to spell lesbian. It's like, oh, use it in a freaking erotic sentence and like L-E-S-B-I-A-N-S and all that shit. Kids are not going to memorize this shit. They're not going to know how to spell or pronounce words like curriculum or, diction or dictionary, valedictorian, trophilodite, sophomore, anything. Because kids don't care. Like, using these big words are pointless if you're just throwing them around. Like, oh yeah, you know a big word, but do you think a first grader is going to walk into school that day and be like, Teacher, I know the word curriculum. And then teacher's like, alright, you little shit, sing a sentence. Uh, Damien Sandow says the school has a bad curriculum. Ay, ay, ay. I probably just went off a bit too hard on that, didn't I? But anyway, that concludes the third episode of WWE Saturday Morning Slam. Maybe next week I'll cover September 15th. I don't know. I just do whatever episodes I want. It's like it wasn't the worst thing, especially compared to last week when you had the whole Brodus Clay, he, Brodus Clay match. Who did he face again? I can't remember off the top of my head. I know he faced somebody. I know he Slater faced Kofi in the first match. Brutus Clay had his match in the second episode, so it wasn't as bad, but you still only remember the match. One match that happened on the show for the botch. Lovely. So anyway, if you guys enjoyed today's episode, please remember to leave a like. Comment what you thought below. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe with that bell turned on, because maybe YouTube will tell you when I'm uploading. Or follow if you're listening to this on any other service that this podcast is available on. And I shall catch you all in the next episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out. Good day, everybody. And I'm going to go via valedictorian somewhere else.